Welcome to Coming Home with Heather, a podcast for women on their journey of self-discovery and healing. I'm your host, Heather Stewart, and I'm here to guide you on your quest for self-love, acceptance, and unshakable confidence. I'm here to help you find unconditional love, deep healing, and connection. I hope to inspire you and to empower you on this journey of coming home to yourself. Welcome. Hey girl, how are your New Year's resolutions going? Have you been able to stick to them and take consistent action towards them every day? How's your motivation? Perhaps you are staying consistent, but you're not seeing the results you'd hope for despite doing all the things. If this sounds like you, there may be a deeper issue at play. If you know anything about the law of attraction, your desires only begin to manifest when you are at the energetic frequency to receive them. I'm willing to bet that if you're struggling to make your desires come true, or if you struggled with receiving things like compliments, gifts, and money, then you, my dear, may have an imbalance of masculine and feminine energy. This can cause incredible anxiety, and it also blocks you from receiving the abundance that you know you deserve in health, wealth, joy, and peace. In my latest three-day mini workshop, Receive, we are going to throw down that masculine shield and step into the gorgeous, confident, creative woman that you've always known is buried deep within. So if you are sick and tired of not knowing why your dreams don't seem to be coming to life, this workshop is for you. Get ready to awaken your divine feminine energy. Open your beautiful feminine heart. Embody your divine feminine essence and receive all that you desire. Join me for this live workshop February 10th, 11th, and 12th. You can contact me for more information on my Instagram page at underscore heather.stewart or send me an email to heather at theholistichealth101.com. Welcome back, beautiful souls. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. Today, we're going to talk about why you must be your number one priority. So let's dive in. Today, we'll start with some questions. How much time do you give yourself every day? What do you do to fill your cup before you pour into others? How much would you say you prioritize your needs over those of others? This episode was inspired by a conversation I was having with a friend who was interested in joining one of my programs. And this is what she said. One of these days, I am going to make the time to commit to this for myself. I think I need a course on making time for myself, but I wouldn't have time for it. Laughing emoji. Isn't that always our excuse? I don't have time. We put everyone else's needs first. We come last. We even try to tell ourselves it's selfish 
to take care of myself before I take care of my family. What? Let's nip this in the bud right now, my loves. Do you travel 200 miles before you put gas in the tank? Do you run a marathon on an empty stomach with no water? This idea that self-care is selfish and that putting others before yourself is the right and polite thing to do is old social programming from our grandparents' generation. It's rooted in people-pleasing, which, FYI, is a trauma response rooted in a fear of abandonment. But that's another episode. This belief is old software. It doesn't work in this day and age. It's time for an update. So if you're continually telling yourself, well, let's be real, (laughs) lying to yourself that you don't have time, when will you have time? When it's too late? After you develop a chronic illness because of the chronic state of stress that you keep ignoring and putting off until tomorrow or next month? Self-care is not selfish. It is a form of self-love and self-respect. We make time for what is important to us. Your health and wellness must be your first priority. In the words of Katie Reed, a writer, speaker, mental health advocate, and self-care enthusiast, self-care is giving the world the best of you instead of what's left of you. You cannot thrive and your family cannot sustain your self-neglect in the long term. By choosing yourself, you're setting the standard for what you deserve. You teach others to respect your needs as well as to communicate their own. You teach your kids what it looks like to make yourself a priority and what a healthy, happy, and empowered woman looks like. So let's get into the topic of self-care or making yourself your number one priority. Self-care goes beyond the occasional mani-pedi or massage. And while these are great examples of taking care of yourself, I get weekly massages for sure. But in order to reap the substantial benefits of self-care, you must make a consistent commitment and expand your routine of caring for yourself to nourish all levels of your being. So first, let's define what self-care means. Self-care is any activity that nurtures and refuels you at a deep level. It nurtures and refuels you. It's like recharging your battery. The definition for self-care is multifaceted. And each of us has many sides that make us whole. We have self-care for our physical body, for our emotional and mental body, for our spiritual body, for our relationship to self and our relationship to others and in our work and careers. 
and these areas offer unique spaces for care and attention. So there are several things you can do in each of these areas. First, taking care of your physical body. What does this look like? Of course, regular exercise is very important. Getting 150 minutes a week of exercise that aerobic exercise that gets your heart rate up. That's 30 minutes a day for five days for those of us who are not good at math. That's doable, right? Good quality sleep. Watching your nutrition. Things like massage, baths, um, alternative treatments like acupuncture. These are all examples of how we can nurture our physical body. Staying hydrated, drink lots of water. The second area, our emotional and, phys- and mental body. Laughing. Crying. Loving. Engaging in hobbies that you enjoy. Journaling. Reading. Exploring, traveling, whatever fills up your heart and balances your mind. What about spiritual beliefs? What kind of things can we do to take care of our spiritual body? Depending on your faith tradition, if you have one, your religious practices, meditation and prayer. Nature walks as well. Nature is very healing. And also don't forget things like gratitude and forgiveness are ways to nurture your spiritual body. Next is how we can nurture our relationship with ourself. So this is where we, we need to really think about what we want. What are our desires? So we can, we can incorporate goal setting, which helps us to make a vision board of what we want. Alone time. Positive self-talk. Treating yourself to what's important to you, whatever that might be. And celebrating your successes. Showing yourself that you are important to you and what you want is yours. And you have the right to go after it. And you deserve it, girl. You deserve it all. The next area of self-care is relationship to others. So this is where we're talking about social connection. So having meaningful conversations, quality time with your friends and family, joining a club or a group, getting involved in a cause, and also communicating your wants and needs and setting boundaries as a form of self-care. When it comes to your career, setting clear boundaries there as well in what you will and will not do. Perhaps if you will or will not take work home. Present lockdown coronavirus <laughs> circumstances excluded because most of us are, are working from home. Um, taking time off. Taking your vacation days taking your vacation days you've earned them take them and do not feel guilty advocating for yourself and your needs and supporting and acknowledging yourself and others in your career 
learning new skills as well. So those are all different types of self-care. And of course, this is not, you know, an exhaustive list. There are many other forms. These are just a few examples. So it's really important to identify which areas of your life need attention and engage in activities that support you in that area on a regular basis. And you may find that this changes over time. It's fine. Perhaps you recognize a need for connections at some point, especially this day, like these days. When we're on lockdown, we don't have as much social connections. Perhaps you have to put more effort towards that. Right? So then your daily exercise might go from a solo run to a walk with a friend. So take some time. Choose an area of your life. And then brainstorm five self-care activities that might work for you. And then start implementing them in your life. In order to stay consistent in any type of routine, when we're adding new, new activities in in order to build them into a habit, you must first give yourself permission to practice self-care, to have a fulfilling life engaging in regular high quality self-care is crucial high focus on high quality self five minutes of high quality self-care can have an incredible impact on your energy on your self-confidence on how you're showing up in your daily life and it compounds over time five minutes of meditation five minutes of stretching it has a positive ripple effect on your personal and professional success. So consider self-care as a high leverage business tool, which is proof that you are walking your talk for your clients, your client, first client being yourself, and then your secondary clients being those in your inner circle, your family, your friends, because they will see, they will see the change in you they'll get curious and then you'll tell them what you're doing maybe they'll implement the same this is that positive ripple effect not only in your life but within your social circle because when you begin healing you inadvertently begin to heal those around you and keep in mind that your participation in self-care will ebb and flow so the areas of your life that need balance will shift and the ways you want to fill those needs will change as well. And that's fine. How self-care looks in your life may change significantly from one period of your life to the next. But it's important that the routine and the consistent effort of caring for yourself is always present. Give yourself permission to fill your cup first before you pour into the cups of others. Establish a positive attitude and a determined mindset. Allow yourself that time and space to practice self-care without the negative emotions of guilt and shame weighing you down. And you and everyone around you will reap the benefits. Your energy is going to increase. Your enthusiasm for life will shine and you will begin to attract the people and things 
into your life that you desire most. Over time, you will begin to feel a deep sense of unconditional love for yourself. These self-care routines will become non-negotiables. It will become your standard of living. And this is what it feels like to come home to yourself. If you'd like to learn more about how to overcome anxiety for good, to gain unshakable confidence, and to begin to create the life that you desire, my six-week Bounce Back with Unshakable Confidence program is for you. This is a group coaching program with a small group of aligned women who have the same goals to overcome their anxiety for good and to be able to show up in the world as a confident, empowered, and unshakable woman. So if you'd like more information about that, please reach out to me on my Instagram account. You can send me a private message at underscore Heather dot Stewart. I look forward to hearing from you and working with you. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that more people around the world will be able to hear it too. And remember, keep exploring, keep growing, keep loving on your journey home to yourself.